Alright, once again it's time for another episode of the Speaking of Tangents podcast One that you hear with your ears, but enjoy with your entire existence Science! On this week's episode, KJ and I kick it off with an interview segment with our special guest Then the three of us will discuss top five albums of all time As we get into opinions on music And finally, we'll wrap it up with a quiz about movies where we give the shouted line and you have to guess the movie. So be prepared for some good opinions, some bad impressions, and some all-around nonsense. Skip the week in review. Let's go. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Well, as a matter of fact, we do have a guest, Jason. Oh, that's great. Yes. Who is it? We're excited to have our friend, fellow Tony Kornheiser loyal Little and Jingler, lifelong suffering Baltimore Orioles and Washington Redskins fan. <laughs> he's he's also an ad man who likes his coffee black with a cinnamon twist. He's Mr. <laughs> Sean Morrissey. Welcome to Speaking right. of Tangents, Sean. Thanks for, for coming on with us. Well, thank you for having me. And don't yeah, forget about the Cubs on Ice as well. Oh, I should wait a minute. What that would be the Washington Capitals, oh. <laughs> literal. I like losers. that. Cubs on ice. <laughs> yes. That's pretty good. So the first question we normally like to ask uh, when we have new guests on is, "How did you get started listening to Tony's show uh, and get into these jingles and all this kind of business?" I would say, you know, I became aware of Tony in the mm-hmm. early two thousands probably around the same time uh, as PTI came on the air. Um, you know, for most of my life, lived in earshot of 980, and that was also, I think, the same time that PTI kind of took off. Um, you know, I recall him at the post growing up, but probably in particular eviscerating that aforementioned hockey team. But <laughs> it was it was PTI 980 that, that really made me a fan, and you know, probably after I moved back in this area after college, I went I went to college in, in the western part of the state of Maryland. So that's about ten years ago, and that's really when I began to probably never miss one of the shows or the podcasts. Oh, okay. Cool. So that would be early two thousands, did you say? I would say like two thousand two, three in that range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when did PTI start? It's got to be right. around the same time. It started right it's around nine eleven. Two thousand three, two thousand four, yep. something like that. Yeah. I think it was yeah, right so around nine eleven, wasn't it? You know, we should know this by now. We should know it. <laughs> we all watched that um, show religiously, right? And when, yes. <laughs> I think it was around nine eleven. I think I've heard him say stuff like that. That would make Pardon sense. The interruption. Two thousand one. So yeah, it started in two thousand one. You're right. There you go. Well, I have to be right about something once in a while. <laughs> well, you're right about a lot. Let's see. Uh, Don't say yourself short. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think it was before September 11. I think it was before. But it was that same well, year. This is according to Wikipedia, so take that for what, it, for what it's worth. PTI debuted on October 22, 2001. Oh, okay. So just right, you know, about a month or so later. Mm-hmm. It's pretty darn close. Yeah, that's that was a good good pull there. I, I say we should give you credit for getting that correct. Please do. I'm going to mark it okay. on my little sheet here. You had that. Take had it. That. Run with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been listening ever since 
at that time where you you don't miss an episode? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I think more so after I moved back after school, after college, um, when it was just kind of a part of the workday at that point. You know, it was just always um, listening either live um, online or catching catching up later on in the day. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So you were not one of the people that started by reading Tony's columns and columnettes. No, actually not. Um, it really wasn't until the TV show came on with Wilbon and, um, you know, that I kind of put two and two together. I was like, oh, yeah, he's got this radio show also on this local station in D.C. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, <laughs> to be honest with you, like I said, I, I dogged him because he was always kind of really giving it to the hockey team, which I was a probably been a fan of the hockey team longer than any of the the local sports teams um oh, okay. you know my my dad would take me there all the time because we lived so close growing up um we actually lived closer to dc back then so um but they haven't made it easy and they've given a lot of good content to the writers in the area over the years but you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you so you truly are a long-suffering fan of, of the of the caps then. yeah yeah absolutely but um you just got to figure eventually something's going to go right. So I was born in 86, meaning mm-hmm. uh, the Orioles won the World Series in 83. And then yeah. the, let's see, the Redskins won in 87 and uh, 83 also, I believe. And, mm-hmm. you know, so 87 and 91, I'm probably more mm-hmm. interested in Ninja Turtles back then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was aware of the Redskins, Definitely. rooted for them, but, um, you know didn't really get to enjoy per se as the avid sports fan i've become today would a a championship win probably not until right. the uh, the terps won the national championship back in 2002 you know always followed maryland basketball so it's been a rough ride overall but uh you know all of a sudden things are up for the most part right now in, in the area you gotta think that these teams are on the right track we hope yeah, the Caps seem to be doing really good this year, right? Well, nobody plays fall and January hockey and February hockey better than the Caps. So yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Even the Wizards are winning right now. I know. It's uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's very bizarre that uh, that you got that. Even Maryland's playing pretty well, and I guess the Redskins, after twenty years of just dumpster fire football, they're they're finally mm-hmm. they seem to be on the right path. So we'll see. It, we're overdue in Washington. If Cleveland and Chicago and other parts of the country were um, for due for success, I think I think it's just about time that that we saw something uh, in D.C. Oh yeah, the, I, I, if you've listened recently, you've heard KJ talk about how um, that when Tony was saying on the show that D.C. is like the the most you know long suffering. It's been so it's they've gone the longest route without any sort of championship in the four major sports. And of course, she she had to call him out on it being you know it's Minnesota basically. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, but, but DC but, is but next. Washington is yeah they're second. So yeah. that's that's saying something when you've got places like Cleveland and right and, and yeah. the Cubs winning yeah. recently. It's true. Yeah, and I don't root against the Nationals. I mean, if I mm-hmm. wish them success, I just you know I was born and raised rooting for the Orioles, so I tend to side with them. So. It wouldn't it wouldn't be the same to you if they won as it would be if the Orioles won. No, it'd be like the Ravens who have won uh, in recent years around here. So I, I root for the teams that were here first. <laughs> cool. Yeah, poor me. <laughs> well, it makes it easier. Well, hey, I, you know where I live. Yeah, <laughs> it would have true. to be yesterday. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> I don't even root for them, and it's like it's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one for people around here that that I've seen today that have just been like you can just see it in their face <laughs> that that's a, it's that's a never forget that kind of loss right there. No, that was that was bad. Yep. Never trust the Falcons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never, 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 ever, ever. They pull the they pull the rug out from under you at the last possible moment. Right. They've just got to be devastated. I don't know how they're going to get over. It's going to take them a while to get over this one. This this seems like to me is a situation where they have to. Some of the people on the team have to leave. Like the, some of the coaches. Well, I mean, I guess Shanahan's definitely going to be gone mm-hmm. um, to San Francisco. But you got to lose like other. Like major players. I think he left at halftime actually last night. (laughs) (laughs) He certainly gave play calling duties over to somebody on that last drive when they tried to throw a pass on second down and they should have basically just ran the clock out and kicked a field goal and went home. Yep. I think he wishes he left at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the second question we like to ask is when did you get started in in the jingling? Yeah. Or how did you get started with jingling? That didn't come until much, much later when I kind of finally got the courage up to do it. Um, and I remember Carol's Kids and um, a lot of the, the early Mount Rushmore jinglers um, when, when they first started that in the mailbag. And yeah, I was I worked in radio for five years out of college. And, cool, cool. you know, I went to school as a video, audio kind of production uh, concentration. So I was always kind of playing in those programs and uh, mixing together at that time copy um, you know ad copy Um, so and that included impersonations and just anything silly so it kind of came naturally that finally after um, several years of of listening to them I was like you know what I'm going to give it a go and um, the first song that ever popped into my head was at the original one of the first times they talked to Kirchin about avocados. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and it just yes. it just kind of <laughs> came naturally that desperado avocado and that's kind of been the theme of, you know, a lot of the jingles that I've probably done the last 2 years of it it usually comes from the title or the chorus line right off the bat. Like if it's in yeah. if it's in my head, then I just you got to go with it. Yeah. That's typically the the best ones uh, or the ones that just write themselves almost. We talk about that every now and then mm-hmm. is when you get that when it, just the first thing that pops in your head or you hear that that song immediately with that topic it just you just go and it just takes off and then all, before you know it you got the whole jingle done and it's recorded and you're sending it in yeah so i think when i got out of radio you know i still had some equipment i still had a lot of the software program here at the house and i was like i'm going to you know take this lovely closet in the basement and make it a studio <laughs> for <Nice. laughs> for these jingles and you know maybe some other things of silliness so Cool. Yeah. Sort of sounds like my setup. Yeah. That's basically what I have is <laughs> top a, of the a line. Small, like, yeah. A yeah, little bit, little bitty loft with a computer. That's kind of what I do too. Um, you mentioned the avocado one. The thing that always gets me is, and this has happened, I believe, before, but in, in KJ and I have talked about this on the podcast before, where um, you were the original avocado desperado, and then like a year or two later, maybe even mm-hmm. when it hit on the show with someone else, I don't even remember who did it. The second time, wasn't it? Did John they ever Welsh? air? Jack Wright. Jack, Jack Wright, who yeah. actually Jack. also is from Frederick, Maryland, which I got a kick out of, which is That's where hilarious. I live. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's hilarious. 
So did your version of avocado ever air on the show? No, never aired. See, that <sighs> that cracks me. I mean, it, it it makes me laugh because it's ridiculous, but it also kills me because I know, I know that's happened to KJ before where someone else did basically the same song and topic. Yes, yeah, that was she had already done the bicycle, the Queen song, right? Yeah, and and yeah. actually, um, Nigel wrote, emailed me, and said, "This is hilarious. We're going to play it tomorrow." And then they played the other version of Bicycle, which the other I found version, funny. Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, you just kind of go, "Well, yep. he, I I attribute it to you know just whatever happens happens." And yep. yeah, it's we're I'm fortunate that they played any of my nonsense on the show ever so it's, it's a great point. I try to look at it. yeah it's a great point yep. and there's only so many songs and you know we're all insane people so you can yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we're liable to have uh, you know the same idea once twice three times you know how many times yes, has somebody probably had a full song written and then seen it pop up you know later on it oh, happens yeah. all, a lot yeah oh yeah I think that you sang avocado at last year's jingle fest and didn't mm-hmm. jason and i sing background to to that with you was that the one that is correct that's right yes. i knew it was one of those songs but i couldn't remember <laughs> that exact- was one of the live ones right that yes. uh, john nice played piano on yes yep. that was yeah. really yeah. cool yeah, yeah. Really that cool. was a lot of fun the whole <laughs> night was but it was fun to when we when we got to do the collaborations that was my favorite part absolutely well so speaking of favorite yeah Yes. I would like to praise him for his desolation of song choice for the new Kickstarter campaign. Yes, the name. <laughs> yes. Sean came up with the name. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Well, I've outed myself as a total nerd, but, you know, uh, <laughs> it came to me. I was on vacation, and I got the email, and I, you know, must have had something right in that drink, and sure enough, it just like <laughs> came right away. <laughs> that was perfect. That was the one where I. It was like you. You were like the first or second reply to Jerry, and I was like, "Yep, that's it. What are we, what are we doing here? Which, which, that's the answer. That's yeah. you've solved it. That's it. It was perfect." So I mean that and that all that kind of stuff and with the jingles that to me always comes back to like what I've kind of done in work over the years. It's, it's the ideas and. Um, in radio, I wrote ad copy for several years, so just constantly like cool. having to, you know, I'm not a I'm not a mathematician or a scientist, so I've had to be very creative, <laughs> <laughs> and and it's served well. But you know, cool. That's that's very cool. That's kind of what I do. Some most what I've been doing with a lot of this stuff that I do that's non jingle related music is come up with you know just ideas for stuff and ideas for videos and things i could I, I couldn't stop it if i wanted to no no it's one of these things where you once you get into it you're like this is feed the beast this is what i'm supposed to do yeah exactly you just keep <laughs> going so do you still do that kind of work so i got out of that and kind of mm-hmm. you know gave away the sandals and shorts and you know tattered t-shirts for the <laughs> for the shirt shirt and tie um and and into the into more of the uh, ad man side of things, and um, it's good though. You know, it's it's. I really really like working in media for the most part. So, mm-hmm. I think TK would probably classify it as sales weasel, but I would like, oh. <laughs> I would like to say it's more of the Don Draper style of. of there work. you go. So. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I I was I was hoping that you were going to tell me that TK would um, consider it like the. Kodak Carousel speech. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be ideal. <laughs> Let's go with that instead of Sales Weasel. Yeah. I, yes. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there a specific jingle that you've done that you feel is your favorite or maybe 
like avocado didn't air one of those jingles where you felt like man i really was hoping that one would air or anything like that you know early on i don't think i realized how it was going to work as far as uploading and sending in and i i kind of missed the boat on a couple of ones that i really liked early on golf with tony was one which was to Mm -hmm. the tune of love and marriage and it was about yeah jabroni that spent eight thousand dollars to golf with him um yep in a tournament a couple years ago (laughs) so i was i really really always liked that one i think i think my favorite that i've done is prop me on the counter i just that goes back to what we were talking about if like when you have it in your head you just you need to leap to the laptop and and wherever your equipment is and, and just do it and yes i remember messaging rob i was like do you what do you think of this and he's like just do it and i was really really happy with how it turned out so yeah that was great that um that was to jackson brown songs yeah 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 Yeah, that one's on my my list along with trash people that was a more recent one (laughs) i gotta tell you that that's probably the most fun i've ever had doing a jingle because of the randy newman impersonation i just was uber goofy that that evening but yeah, dude, you're great at those. And I mean, I was going to say you do a great Jackson Brown, um, but you also do a great Randy Newman. So it's just <laughs> and Roy yeah. Orbison and yes. um, the dude that we can't remember and now I can't remember again, Glenn Campbell. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done a jingle to this song called? Maybe you've heard of it, Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, all in due time. It's something I just got t- turned on to recently. Yeah, I heard it. I, you know, I heard it was supposed to be popular. We've got to figure out a way to get uh, a group Rhinestone Cowboy on uh, eventually. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That'd be funny. Yeah. I'd be all in for that. Yeah. Now, the one, the jingle that I think of, the top of my list from when I think about your stuff is Holtby. Yeah. Which that is, when I heard that, I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> just listing those names, the nicknames of the Cavs players. Yes. It was just perfect. <laughs> perfect fit for that song. You crushed the vocal. Just great. It was great. That's that's my number one. That's my favorite of, of what I've, I've heard you do. That was when I really was like, holy crap! Like when that was one of the first ones that that actually made it on the air, and I was yeah, you know, just kind of overwhelmed with the feedback from people. It was it was really really neat, and it was again it the chorus like right away. I just was sitting there and Holpe, like the day before, he was talking about how he's a homeless person. He wouldn't even know him if yeah. he saw him on the street. And I was like, it just, let's be honest. He gives us a lot of material and a lot of these things write themselves. But, you know, it's it's kind of, yeah, it just worked out on that one. And it's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, that, yeah, that one is really great. And so is um, the orchid, Catch the Wind. The um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did that? Who was the original guy? Donovan. Catch the Wind. Donovan, yeah. The, um, yeah. Scottish Bob Dylan. As, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. TK really loved that one, too. Sometimes, like, he'll talk about these songs in the same show where, where he's touched on yes. one of these topics, and that's when you I feel like, oh, this is perfect. You know, you can just yes. really hit it back-to-back like that. Um, yeah. I, I always, you know, when listening over the years, I always loved the fact that Joe just goes for it. You know, when he when he sings, you can just you can feel it like he just puts everything into it yeah, and belt it out. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's an inspiration for just, you know what, just go all in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Joe and other jingles, um, what do you have any other besides your jingles that uh, you would consider some of your favorites or some that come into mind? 
I'm not trying to troll for yeah. you to say any minor KJs, but just you know other people, basically other regular jinglers or just any 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 jingles in in particular. No, a troll away. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's there's so many like across the board. I, Joe's someone dumped their trash in mine is my hands down favorite jingle of all time. I think that was you know yeah. I had done a couple jingles and I was like I don't know. I mean, maybe this is just not for me. And it like reinvigorated me is like, go for it. Start doing yeah. those. And, and that's definitely one of my all time favorites. I think um, there's a line yeah, in that where he one. says, there's a, he, there's a dog. He might bite me, which cracks me <laughs> yeah. up. And it's like, not even like a joke line, but the way he delivers it, like you were saying that how he goes for it, he delivers it perfectly. And it just kills me every time I hear that. That's yeah. that. So that's the line that sticks up to me in that jingle. So that, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, Jason, charcoal sun, all the way. Uh, oh, isn't yeah. that great? Bonnie gets it done, and uh, the band of gold song KJ. I always mm. uh, love that one. Hall of oh, Fame. Oh, disco. Mm-hmm. disco. I think John wrote John that wrote one. John wrote that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luke Overby and his vocal, we'll call it ferocity, that he brings yes. to <laughs> yes. every jingle. I just, just awesome. Um, you know, Rob's just lyrically brilliant, and um, yep. Yeah, Patrick's incoherent state, I think. Yeah. Yeah, to comfortably not. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, I love that one and uh, the Ubla Dibla Da song that he did for the Nats, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some, That's a great one. Some of my top favorites for sure. Very cool. Yeah, there are so many jingles now. What is it over 2,500? Are we <laughs> over that by now? I would say so because it was over 2,000. It's been over 2000 for a while, and it's kind of slowed down recently with, you know, the show just kind of changing, changing yeah. as it naturally evolved, you know, into the podcast. And things have changed a little bit, so there's not many as many being posted, but it's still, you know, a decent amount every week going up there. Mm-hmm. I would bet it's over 2500 Yeah, I'm sure it is. Which is crazy. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. thinking, what? it seems like at times it's been going on for, you know, 10 years. It's only been like three years. <laughs> Three, four years at the most, maybe? Because it was, what, 2013, I think? Yeah, I think so. Which is... <laughs> and, and I mean, who knows I have kids what, older than that. Who knows what somebody's grabbing from each and every show? Like, the amount yeah. of ideas that can kind of pollinate across the whole group of people that are that are writing these jingles. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, just, you just never know, like, in any segment what's going to come out of it. It could be the first, like, the Bobcat the other day. Like, that's two minutes into the show. And you, yeah. you've had three, four jingles maybe about it. <laughs> yeah. um, or, or it could go all the way to the very end. Like Trash People was in the final 30 seconds of the show one day when Liz and David <laughs> were on. And I just died laughing. And I was like, I got to write something about that. So mm-hmm. that's, 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 that to me is what makes the show brilliant. Mm-hmm. And the, the people, you know, the, the group of people that, that mine this stuff out of there, like you were saying, some, I, I tend to go more niche, stuff, niche, niche. Niche. We need a pronunciation segment for that word. Um, we did that word already. That, you know, <laughs> Nietzsche? We, yeah, Nietzsche. That's, Nietzsche. that's what I'm looking for. When I go for more of the Nietzsche stuff. Um, and then you have like broader ideas. And it's it's just, it's tremendous the amount of stuff that can come out of there. And it, it's one of these things where I have the list of songs and a list of ideas that I get to maybe 50% of them. Right, oh, yeah. and I'm sure yeah. that most people are the same way. Like you know, Rob talked about. Rob, I think, was the first one to talk about it, notebook, and it became a big thing. Mm-hmm. But I want to see everybody. That notebook. <laughs> yeah, his his is probably like multiple multiple volumes by now. Yeah. He's got like you know a whole encyclopedia set of notebooks uh, for 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 ideas and stuff. For some of the stuff he comes up with is just tremendous. But uh, 
how do we get Rob to make copies of that as a memoir to add to the <laughs> Kickstarter prizing for this year's Jingle Fest? <laughs> that would be great. Get a, a bound version of Rob, of one of Rob's notebooks. <laughs> Luke would love to read it in prison, I have a feeling, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's got time on his hands. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A joke. That's <laughs> Besides Desolation of Song being the title and the whole, you know, the the – when Jerry, I think Jerry emailed about it the other day about how with the the graphics and stuff is coming together for the actual because he he did a good job with the, the mountain and everything mm-hmm. and I, I, in the video, but I think um, um, I think it's Jeff is actually going to be doing a, um, a a whole new graphic for the for the t shirts and stuff and it's he was talking about how what it's going to be modeled about and I'm not going to spoil it but uh, it it was cracking me up so beyond that idea and that whole concept and theme. I think the funniest thing in the whole, like, that came out of the Kickstarter thing was Luke being in prison. So. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the link that we've gone to with that on Twitter, some oh, of the stuff man. you post, and the clips from Shawshank, Shawshank just cracked me up. I even messaged him, I was like, I hope you're okay with this, because this is not going away anytime soon. It's, there's a long way to June, and we've got a lot of Shawshank jokes to no. go. <laughs> he's go. Yeah, he's gone through, like, three or four different avatars. Yeah. <laughs> Of Andy Dufresne. It's just so great. Yes. <laughs> it really is. So when you come up with your jingles, you've you've had a wide array of different styles, different, um, you know, so, are some of them from the 50s? Or what's your, what's your oldest genre? Yeah, you're probably you, right. 50s I, and some of them modern, more modern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is your background in music? How do you know all these songs? Do you search for the songs? Do you know them already? You know, like yeah, Rhinestone you're Cowboy. Than, you're younger than us. I'll be a man in 10 years. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, <laughs> I, I grew up in a house where, you know, the Beatles, the Stones, and the Temptations. and Nice. I mean, that's what was always on. Um, cool. I guess it was a five-disc CD changer back in the day. Um, that was wow. was always on rotation. You know, we, we Steve Miller, Allman Brothers, Tom Petty, uh, a lot of classic rock. Also, stuff from the seventies like James Taylor, Carly Simon, um, Carol King, like that type of sound. Which I've done a lot of those mm-hmm. jingles, like the Jackson Brown stuff and the yep. Eagles. So all over it, and then I think combined with the fact that in radio, <laughs> um, you wear a lot of hats, and you could be a lot of different. Uh, DJs in that industry. So, I, when I first started in uh, radio, I was on one of those like late seventies stations. Uh, oh, where uh-huh. that's like, <laughs> so that's all the stuff they were playing, you know. Or it could be like a like a mechanic song from the eighties. And um, oh yeah, I did a, a classic rock station, a country station, um, and then top forty is where I uh, rounded out. It's probably what drove me the hell out of there, but. Um, <laughs> So I've kind of, you know, from from just being raised on, I'll call it good music, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. My, yeah. You get my mom and dad. They did they did a hell of a job with just introducing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because my brother's the same way. I mean, and he's younger than me. Both of us, you know, we don't we just our our library is full of stuff from the anywhere from the fifties all the way up to the late seventies. That's great. Very cool. Yeah. It is very, very heartwarming to hear of people younger than me who appreciate good music and are not completely into stuff in the mid to early 2000s, and that's all they know, and think that, you know, um, that uh, Lady Gaga's, while it was great, that her halftime show was the greatest thing in the history of the world, um, that 
I, I, I was giving Neil, Neil Greenberg a hard time on Twitter because yeah. I'm like, man, man, what were you born the year after Prince performed? Right. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, she's good, but, you know, it's not – you can't – don't don't say greatest ever when there's a whole breadth of, of you know, history out there that, that you're not even considering. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it was even in the top five. Did she land yet? <laughs> now that was impressive. I mean, and I think KJ and I we were emailing back and forth about that last night a little bit and saying that you know if she would stop trying to be as much like like a new version of Madonna mm-hmm. and just actually she's a much better singer and uh, you know, way better musician than Madonna or, or any of the, any of the other like uh, pop stars that do the similar kind of music, yeah. right? Uh, she she would blow all them she blows all them away just with her voice. So it's it's one of these things where I always. I think she would be better. At, I mean, this is just me, you know, as a musician saying, you know, if you if you did this and focused on this, you'd be, you know, just incredible. You'd be even possibly even more famous. Yeah. 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 I actually heard her on um, Stern, like Unplugged, and she did like an hour mm-hmm. of, of her new oh, wow. her new album. And that's when I kind of took notice in recent months. I was like, yeah, you know what? And I remember the Tony Bennett albums, to, you know. I know Tony. Yep. Tony talks about that. She's incredibly talented. There's just there's no need to do all the other stuff. I mean, right. she's better. That's exactly wouldn't right. Wouldn't you argue she's probably a better singer than Madonna, even if she's going for that kind of? I mean, oh yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. Image, Definitely. whatever. Yeah, way absolutely. better. Way better. And not necessarily as good of a dancer. So, <laughs> but man, she's incredibly brave. I don't know if I could have jumped off the top of the the stadium like that. Yeah, that was brave. <laughs> Did you? That was crazy. Did are you are you joking right now? Are you serious? Are you talking about me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? So she did jump off the stadium, but I heard that that was pre-taped. Oh, yeah, probably was. It was. It you was. You can't right? have drones over a live football stadium, I imagine. So that's that's probably yeah. why it was pre-recorded. And, and I had no idea that that was, those were drones. I don't know what yeah. I thought they were, but I didn't think they were drones. <laughs> My head still doesn't let me think that there are drones out there. <laughs> Do you have tinfoil well, on your head? <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's my category. That's my corner on this podcast. That's great. <laughs> is thinking that, you know, my Alexa is listening to everything I say. Well, she is. Yeah. yeah. But she was way up in the air on those cables coming down. I don't think that part was pre-taped. No, she was. she was really up there. Even in, and even jumping off of the the tower to come down um, before before you know right after the first little bit there first part of the medley she came down off that one of those like looked like she was in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome <laughs> came off of that tower that spire thing that's you know that's in spinning around on the the harness that's that's not easy to do I mean that's like circus performer type skills to be able to do stuff like that yeah um, I saw Pink in concert several years ago and she mm-hmm. she d- did that so i guess i was already sort of trained to see that and i don't know if i was jaded by oh that's easy because pink did it but it's not easy and they're both not lip syncing at least i don't think she no. was lip syncing so you have to sing and keep your breath and do all that while being in front of how many million people mm. yeah talented for for sure not not better than Prince. No. I'm sorry. Confirmed. Not better than MJ. Not better than U2. Not Spring's even better day. than yeah, you, Beyonce. Yeah. 
you two had the history of you know coming the Super Bowl right after nine eleven, mm-hmm. um, which would mm-hmm. by the way did I mention that you know PTI started in October that year, <laughs> two thousand one? Have we covered that? I don't think you mentioned that. Well, you kind of did. Yeah, you oh, did. I, you had it. Oh, that was right. You had that one. Okay. <laughs> Jason? Oh, yes. Um, A thought occurred to me yesterday that one way we could talk about music is to maybe talk through what all three of us consider in our top five or, you know, six, seven, four. Just basically the top albums of all time that we would, if we would, if we're going to make a list, where will we start on that individually? And then just kind of talk through that and see, you know, that thing, because I think that tells a lot about. Um, where you came from, you know, which, like Sean's already talked about mm-hmm. here, a, a lot of great music from the 50s, 60s, 70s. Uh, I, I'd be interested to know what he, what, what are his favorites, uh, and I'd be interested to know what are your favorites, KJ, in terms of what you would consider some of the best albums. And from my point of view, I'll just kind of talk about how I'm going to approach this. It's not necessarily... Um, it's not necessarily what my favorite bands are. It's the for album from beginning to end. And you can, you know, approach this however you want because I, I think it, it's better to have it kind of vague and open-ended. But I look at it as this album I want to listen to from beginning to end. What are the top five of those that come to my mind? Um, and I'm just going to basically just start talking what are the just whatever comes to mind because I really have thought about it a little bit but not put too much thought into it just could, to get that gut reaction of, Um, one of my favorite albums ever. Well, I have more than five, so I don't think, (laughs) I don't know if you want me to list all of these or not. What I kind of... start with one and see what happens. Okay, well, what I I kind of looked at this as is, like like you did, favorite album, listen to it from top to bottom or all the way through. Yeah. And I sort of broke it up to individual phases of my life because, you know, as you... You change your tastes might change. <laughs> yep. So I, I grew thing. up with a lot of country. So oh, I no. wish that I grew up with um, the Stones and the Beatles, and I think that I should probably have a Beatles or a Stones or. Um, you could have five of each of those guys. I mean, that's a whole other game, right? <laughs> yes, I feel you like I should. What's your five favorite Beatles albums? Yeah. yeah, I feel like I should, but I don't know them well enough. I didn't listen to them well enough to say, "Oh yeah, I want to listen to that from top to bottom or from that's all the, the same way for me. through." Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have either of those on either on in my top five. Probably not my top ten. To be honest, there's yeah, still so, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm talking about little, when I was little. I yep. would put Hank Williams' greatest hits on there. Oh, cheater. is that the double album? <laughs> you cheater! I can't. I have to do greatest, greatest hits. hits. I have to because those <laughs> albums are the ones that I want to listen to all the way through. Uh, that you're you're absolutely right. That's that totally is in the spirit of the question. Besides, absolutely. it's not cheating because you said leave it vague, and I'm left it vague, open ended. <laughs> There was also an album, and I put one of these songs on my ukulele album. Album. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, I used to listen with my dad. Every we would travel in in his truck all over the country, and he would always play this album. And it was a live Merle Haggard in Philadelphia in mid oh, cool. mid seventies. So cool. I know nice. that Some... I know what he says in between when he's talking to the crowd. Oh, like the so banter in between those. the songs. Yes. You're fortunate yes. it's not a Springsteen album then, because there's no way you could remember everything he gets into. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is fun, but you know he he will talk for five minutes between every song. Okay. Do you want me to go on? I'll uh, skip some. No. Of let's these let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go around the around the table here. Okay. All right. So, Sean, what would you just? What's the first one, or what's one of yours that come to mind? Um, Full Moon Fever, Tom Petty, and and that's cool. that's a solo record. Oh, yeah. That's not mm-hmm. with the Heartbreakers. Actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh huh. It was right between Traveling Wilburys and um, Time Away from the Heartbreakers. So hmm. Jeff Lynn produced it, and George Harrison and Ringo are on that album too, actually. Oh, nice. And then I have a Paul McCartney solo album, actually, Ram, which is his second solo album, which was before Wings, I believe. Wow. So I don't know if I've ever heard that. It's, yeah, Ram. I'm, I'm getting random. Um, but I, no, that's good. That's good. I thought about it, like you said. Like, like let's take the the worth of the album from start to finish, and, mm-hmm. and that would be those would be two of them, definitely. Um, you cool. want me to keep going, or we keep going around the table here? Um, I'll I'll name one. Um, I'm going to go because this is sort of like is, is what I was hoping, and it's actually turned into the we could get some new stuff to listen to, and it's almost like a recommendation segment of <laughs> yeah, of, um, right. of the regular podcast. Um, I would say. One of the first ones that comes to mind for me, I've talked about this before, would be Master of Puppets by Metallica nice. from top to bottom. Okay. It's, yep. it's it's great. And I've talked about Metallica enough on here already the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so, KJ, go, uh, what else you got? Well, okay, you want me to do more? Oh, uh, yeah, right. do one more. So, I would say that well, I've got a couple that are in the same genre, would be Nirvana Nevermind. Oh. And. Pearl Jam 10. Yep, Pearl Jam 10 is one of mine. Yeah. Absolutely. Very nice. Now, there's a lot of people uh, though, There's a lot of people who are quote unquote real Pearl Jam fans who will say that 10 is their least favorite album of theirs. Oh, I'm sure, but I it's not my least oh, favorite. Oh, that is not me. It's me either. And that album has so many great like, you know, hits on it, but also everything on there is great. I love every song on there. Me too. Yep. I'm going to add you know what Saliza should do and stay in my own lane on this. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing to add. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of main substance. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, Sean, what? Uh, do one or two more. Okay, I've got. You know, KJ had a greatest hits. You could call this one a greatest hits, I guess. But the last waltz by the band. Oh. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, I I wouldn't call him country, more folk, but John Prine's debut album, which is called also great. John Prine. John yep. Prine, yep. right? John Prine, yep. That's a great it's one. Really, really good album. I love the the variety of music that we're throwing out here. This is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I figured it would be. Um, I would say probably another one of mine, besides Pearl Jam 10 that KJ already talked about, would be Appetite for Destruction mm-hmm. by Guns N' Roses. Mm, which yeah. I listened to on cassette until that one fell apart in the late eighties <laughs> in the 88, 89 and had to hide that one from my parents because that's the first, I think it's the first album I ever had where, um, and then of course, you know, I got 
you know, NWA's debut album a couple years later, and that nice. was a whole other story. But Guns N' Roses, yeah, right. I mean, I was I was barely in high school when that came out, and uh, so I listened to that thing, and still that that holds up. I think for that for you know, L.A. rock, hard rock, uh, it still holds up today in terms of if you if you went back and listened to it, it's still great. So the ripple effects from that record for the next ten years, you know, yes, yes, it it single handedly both killed like hair metal. Thank God. Um, even though, even yeah, absolutely. Even though it was kind of, sort of in that same vein, but it crushed everything else, and we moved from from hair metal and more the the terrible, you know, pop metal to more and serious rock and roll going forward, and really ushered in um, Kurt Cobain and grunge and and stuff as we as we moved into the early nineties. So that's it's uh, it's it's one of those where I think it. Play not only I, I love it from beginning to end, but also it it plays like you said it plays an important role in in evolution of rock music mm-hmm. uh, in the late eighties early nineties. KJ, what else you got? All right, well I'm going to squeeze in as many of these seventeen as I can. Oh, go for it! <laughs> <laughs> just keep talking. We'll just keep going. All right, so along, I think that I think she came later than Nirvana and. Um, Pearl Jam, but uh, Alanis Morissette's "Jagged Little Great Pill." Record. Was she? Yep. Was she later? Yeah. She's later, right? 90- yeah, somewhere mid nineties. Yeah, it was definitely after Pearl Jam and Nirvana. And and I'm gonna go before her now and sh- shove in a little Run DMC "Raising Hell." Oh yeah, mic drop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that album. Yes, that's the one with. Was that the crossover my- with Aerosmith on that album as well, or was that a single? I don't think it was on that one. It was like it's tricky and um, my Adidas, mm-hmm. my Adidas. Yep. Uh, let me look it up. I got now because you got me curious. Yes. What else was on there? Um, okay. Yeah. So Peter Piper. Yes. <laughs> it's tricky. Mm-hmm. My Adidas. You're right. Walk this way was on that album. Cool. So that one major um, impact. Tremend- you be yes. illin. Tremendously important. You be illin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that Ubielin. I still have a Run so, DMC shirt. The, I mean, I'm sure it was not from that era, but I felt compelled that's to buy great, it and wear it. That's awesome. I have a I have Definitely. a um, Run DMC shirt alike that's, that KJ yes, got for me for Christmas the the OFG nice. Young Fizzy shirt, which is yes. just ridiculously awesome. Um. All right, I'll do two more, and then I'll send it over to Sean. Right. So um, we're going from Run DMC to Pink Floyd. Which one? And I would. There's only one choice. I go back to this. and. Well, I go There's back and forth between Dark Side of the Moon, or The Wall. There's only one choice to this. And oh boy. I'm gonna pick The Wall. Oh. That's not what I would have picked, but that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> So which one would you have picked? Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> well, they have more albums than those two. You might have been talking about something else. Oh yeah, no, that's 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 one of mine. It's one of the greatest albums ever in terms of. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're very close to me. Yeah. I like them both. I could listen to both of them all the way through. Um, but I guess right now, my I think I kind of knew you wanted me to say Dark Side of the Moon, so I went with the wall. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I will say though, I will say though, that's one of those that I recognize as tremendous, and I can listen to it. But it's probably not in my top five to just listen to, like the other ones I've Mm -hmm. named. So I, I, it's kind of half and half for me. 
Uh, Sean? Uh, let's see. I have Fitzpatrick will like this. Asia from Steely Dan. Ooh, nice. And yeah. Brad will like this. Rocks from Aerosmith. Awesome. Rocks. The last good record by them? <laughs> what is, uh, yeah, yeah, what's uh, what's on there? It's a lot of unknown, I guess. Back in the Saddle is probably the biggest hit. They have Last Child oh, yeah. on there, which is probably my favorite Aerosmith mm-hmm. song. And then there's just a bunch of like Rats in the Cellar, um, just some strange B-sides. But um, I think that was the beginning of the end for when Perry left. That was one of the last really good records. It was after Toys yeah. in the Attic. Yep, because then when they came back and kind of had a second surge to their career with mm-hmm. Crazy and Amazing and Crying, and which could all basically be the same song, even run the titles together. Yes, that was when I was like, "No, yeah. this is not. This right. is not for me." <laughs> so you're saying you didn't like the album Pump? <laughs> is that the name of that album? That is, I think so. That's, that's 80, where um, that's, that's Janie's got a gun, and then Get a Grip is the Crazy Crying, um, Amazing. amazing. Yeah. Eat the Rich is pretty good, though. Okay. Because, oh, yeah. you know, Bonnie gets it done exactly. when Janie's got it yeah. done. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but my favorite song off of Pump was... Um, I know it. I can't remember the name of what it. What It Takes. You do? Yeah, that is a great you know? song. It's a great that, song. That I will say. That is, I will say, is a great song. If anybody can hit those yep. notes. I love that song. <laughs> I used to sing that song around the house all the time. I have covered that song in bands before, yep. That that's Very some cool. tough vocal range there. Yeah. Yeah, and Steven Tyler has the range. Yeah. You've seen the Skittles commercial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, okay, what about you, Jason? Um, I'm trying, trying to think of what to go to next. I would probably say, I feel like I have to put a Beastie Boys album in here, and probably most people would say License to Ill, but that's probably their least favorite of Maybe except for you know um, the five boroughs or whatever that the last one was, uh, which I didn't really get into. Um, and then probably maybe Paul's Boutique's probably the most important in terms of mm-hmm. what it did for you know rap, hip hop, and sampling stuff. But probably my favorite is Ill Communication. It's probably got the oh. the most songs on there that I really like. Oh, that's on there. Oh yeah, that's on there. Oh, that's on there. And really. They really turned it up in terms of the instrumental stuff that they did, you know, bass, drums, guitars on there, and keyboards. So it's, it, I'd probably say Ill, Ill Communication. It has, you know, Sure Shot and Root Down, and um, I'm trying to think of what else on there that, what are, what are the other hits on there? Um, you got me. Yeah, I'm staying in my lane over here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, I thought you were going to go with Paul's Boutique. I would if I, if we're def, like I said if we we're talking about the importance of it, but um, mm-hmm. ill communication it's it's a toss up between ill communi- ill communication and check your head and I would probably go ill communication um, even though check your head has gratitude and um, in threes and a couple other great instrumentals on there it's it's either either of those are great if you if if you are interested in the Beastie Boys especially in their instrumental stuff that they do either of those albums are tremendous hmm. KJ. Uh, okay, I, Michael Jackson, not Thriller. Oh, bad, bad. Really, really. Yes, not off the wall. Bad. I was not into bad for some reason. I okay. I, one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs of all time is "Smooth Criminal." 
Oh, yeah. That point. was on bad. That's true. That's a good one. Um, I also did like Man in the Mirror, however corny it is. <laughs> that would be me that doesn't like that song. <laughs> I like that. Bad was okay. Um, but, you know, on the Thriller, wasn't it just Thriller? Oh, no. No. What no. were the other songs? Beat It was on Thriller. Yeah. Beat It was on Thriller. Oh, I thought Beat It was on no, Bad. No, Billie Jean was on Thriller. Okay, well, I'm still sticking the with The Girl that. Is Mine with <laughs> yes. Sir Paul McCartney. Yes. <laughs> on Thriller? Yes. Okay, well, you can tell also, that I never owned Thriller, but oh, I own that. Uh, Human Nature is on Thriller. Human Nature? Yeah. Uh, PYT, yeah. Pretty Young Thing. Oh, man. Baby Be Mine? Want to be starting something? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're good. They're good I'm just telling you okay. that I didn't own that one. I would say probably the so, only the only song on there that I don't like instantly go, oh, that's a great song, is probably the last one on there. I just looked it up. The Lady in My Life. She's out of my life. Yeah, he like whines at the end. It's weird. Yeah, I don't even remember that song. <laughs> and I listen cracky. to that album oh, tremendously. But yeah, I, I, I appreciate you going bad. I, that's some, that's huh. kind of a, my move right there. Um, I just can't stop loving you, Dirty Diana. Oh, leave that's a good me one. Oh, all right. Um, Li- Liberian Girl, The Way You Make Me Feel, which is also one of my favorite Michael oh, that's Jackson a good one. songs. So that's why I went bad. Also, because I don't think I actually ever owned Thriller, so never got a chance to really listen to it all the way through. I had it on vinyl. Vinyl. Nice. Yeah. With like the, the fold out, and he's like laying there with a tiger. The in tiger? The <laughs> yes. It's awesome. Sick. Siegfried. Okay, I'll do one more. All right. I hope you're going to do one uh, more from 1984. Um, n- no, that's true. Bad was bad was 1984. No, Thriller was 1984. Oh, bad was no. like 86 okay, or 87. 87. Yeah, something okay. like that. Nope, it's not. It's way before bad. It's Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water. No, strong. Very good. Yeah, very good. I was going to say greatest hits, but I got chastised for doing that. Earlier, no, 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 so no, no. I, I apologize. You could do anything you want. Well, wasn't the Eagles' Simon greatest and, hits like one of the highest selling records of all time yes. for like several decades? Oh, yeah. The, yeah and the Eagles were, um, I just kept thinking of bands and I had to I had to get rid of the Eagles. But that I owned the Eagles' greatest yeah. hits. Wait a minute. The Eagle, when you say Eagles, I, I you know automatically just think of the documentary, which I don't know if you made or not. You know if the, I don't know if you knew that screwed the joke up. Get there's a doc. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did they do music? Yeah, there's to a rock doc. I thought they were just like a documentary band, like Spinal Tap. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. But no, there was a there was a double disc that I owned, Simon and Garfunkel's Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. that I pretty much wore out. I had that because it was reissued yeah. later as, a, as CDs. Yes. Yeah, I had that, C- I had that CD set. Listen to it all the time. Both, all, both discs, all of them were great. Did that come from Columbia but, Records uh, for 12 pennies by chance? <laughs> Probably. It may Probably. have come from Columbia. Or what was the name of the other one? We were. The, the competitor of Columbia. Um, I should know this because this is in our, This is we were in that Capital perfect age Tower. Capital, Capital, it might have been Capital Records, Capital. maybe. Capital, maybe. It was always P.O. Box Atlanta, though. What's going on down there? Who knows? Everything. A lot of bad. <laughs> yeah. A lot of bad recently, too. <laughs> yep. All right, Sean, you got any more? Well, I don't think so, but I found it interesting that Thriller, of all the albums we just named, well, we, we did mm-hmm. like a nice, PBS would be proud of us. I think that was like a good discussion on the history and evolution of music. 
but yeah. it seemed to me like Thriller, you know, you, you generally like have a rush more of like the top five albums. So what mm-hmm. it, Thriller would often be considered one of those records, right? Yes, I think so. Yes. Would, what else is on there? I mean, I know we have our choices, but like when you talk about uh, the impact, like a lot of people say Revolver, Beatles, and again, yeah. mm-hmm. that that was one of the, the if I think it's been ranked the number one album of all time. Yeah, that or Sgt. Pepper's, yeah. I would say. From right. The Beatles Pet Sounds and all yep, that Pet jazz. Sounds. Pet Sounds is up there, yeah. Um, Dark Side of the Moon, I would put on there. Just because of the the mind-blowing that came from listening to that. Because that's, that's nothing ever been done like that before. Yeah. In that, right, to that scale right. and to that you know, depth. Mm-hmm. And that, that was one of the important albums. Right. Yeah, that's typically one of yeah. the... One, it's like usually in the top five, always a greatest selling album ever. I mean, everybody had that thing, right? Hotel California, yeah, usually up yeah. there. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I would stick in the seventies for one of albums that's personally important to me would be the first Van Halen album because that's the first time mm-hmm. I went. One of the first times I went. Oh, you can play guitar with both hands on the fretboard, <laughs> which I was like, yeah. this is a whole new world for me. This is awesome. <laughs> So that's in that's in one of my top five, and then the other one I was hoping that KJ would mention from 1984 is of course Purple Rain. Bruce, no, oh. well <laughs> Purple Rain it needs to be in there. Purple and Rain. then what I was going to Bruce. say is that one of Bruce's would be up there, don't you think, as one of the greatest Born albums to run, of all time? Yeah. I would see, and that's don't you think that's when we yeah, I, I would say so, but that's when we split off and say I would say Nebraska because that's my favorite of his, mm. and that I do like that Nebraska. changed everything because he just basically went from doing all this stuff with the E Street Band to with a guitar and a harmonica and, you know, a four-track cassette recorder yep. yeah. and recorded the thing. And then I think you you told me you watched or you read in his book that he talked about where, didn't you, KJ, where he came in and basically yep. they were trying to do this uh, all this extra stuff with the songs. And he's like, nope, here it is. Here's the album. And they put that out there. Yep. <laughs> that thing was like, people were like crying. They were so disappointed when that came out. And now they look back and go, it's one of the greatest albums. I mean, and I... I had hadn't really listened to Springsteen before that thing came out, and I was like, "Oh, I like this. This is great." So it's mm-hmm. it's one of these it's things. It's a really good it's one. It's tremendous. Yeah. It just a, it's groundbreaking in the fact that he was just like, "I'm going to stick and let the songs." And as much as I'm not a huge fan of songs that tell stories, I know that that is. I know I'm in the minority on that, and most people are. And that is those songs just stood on their own. It didn't need anything else, and they were great songs. And he's, I mean, that's one of his. Besides, he's a tremendous, you know, performer and has energy and all this stuff. Even, you know, what is he, 60s, 70s now? And still blows away most performers that are in their 20s as far as energy on stage. Yeah. But his songwriting is just so tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's good. And he's one that I didn't grow up with. Yeah. And that I only know his hits, really. But now I've started, I read his book, and now I've started to listen to each of his albums. And Nebraska is right up there. Yeah. I also have that one on vinyl, actually. I think he's he's yeah. kind of unavoidable growing up on the East Coast. You you just oh, yeah. he's yeah. just Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah. So um, anything else? That, anybody else? Yeah, that we didn't mention. That anything come to mind for anybody as far as w- w- what you would consider some of the greatest album, one of the greatest albums? Oh yeah, I've got a few more. All right, go for it. So this one is totally different than the rest of them. Miles Davis, kind of nice. Blue. That's great. That's a great, yeah. great one. <laughs> and then Paul Simon, Graceland. Really good. Mm-hmm. And this one, you might just 
tell me to no, don't don't mention that, but I'm going to Dixie Chicks, Home. I don't know if I've actually was, what songs are on that there. Earl had to die. Is that on that record? No, 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 oh. no. It was after that. Um, the the song Home. Let's see. Um, that song that I, if you remember, Jason, the song I did with, on my Uke album. Um, oh yeah, blanking on the name. Top now. of the world or something uh, like that. Top of the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, it was just an entirely different record than the rest of them, and their harmonies and their fiddle playing. It's just really, it's a really good record cool. compared to some of their uh, their other more popular stuff. Very cool. Um, They're good. They're very good. And two more recent albums that I love listening to: Brandy Carlisle's Fire Watcher's Daughter. I've actually never heard of her or that. <laughs> you've heard of Brandy Carlisle. You and I have talked about her. I don't know if I've ever heard her, like, any of her songs, I guess I should say. Yes, is that right? Because you, you had mentioned her name before. Mm-hmm. And then Jason Isbell's Southeastern. Hmm. That's one I probably should listen to. I got to jump on that um, yeah. bandwagon. Everybody, because I'm a big Abbott Brothers fan, and mm-hmm. everybody keeps uh-huh. telling me that, that it would be a natural fit. So I, I got to get him on, yes, get him on the would. Spotify Yes, and his his most recent album is something more than free. That is also one that I could listen to all the way through. But Southeastern is just a little bit better in my opinion. But they're both fabulous. So yes, get on the Isbell train. Which uh, which album has the song that you and I covered for the ukulele? Album? Uh, song she sang in the shower. Yeah. That's Southeastern. Cool. Okay, I need to go listen to that because I've I've, yep, I've, it's like, a really good album. I've you know inadvertently heard probably half of that one or the newer one. Uh, just from yeah. doing music from backing jingles. tracks for other people. <laughs> like I've done a, yeah. a couple for you and a couple for Jerry, or maybe three or four for Jerry now at this point um, yep. from that album. One for John too, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard probably most of the songs. It's good stuff. It's 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 not usually stuff that I listen to, but you know, it kind of reminds me of the Damien Rice O album that we talked about the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Damien Rice more, you know, you know, Irish European version of you know Isabel. Isabel is he was in Drive By Truckers. That's him, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, I've heard a bunch of their stuff. So I'm very well, familiar with him. Getting lots Just of recommendations here. Got to tell you, Isabel's music is definitely storytelling. Yeah. And maybe that's why I kind of was like, eh. But you know. But he puts in he puts in like you do you did with Dairy Queen. He. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like streptomycin or some, I can't remember what it is right now. It's some drug like that. He he put that in the song, so you have to respect that. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Antibiotics and lyrics are great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually a pain med. Oh, enthromycin? No, no. <laughs> um, so, Sean, um, how are you? Uh, do you have a specific way that you cure hiccups when you get them? Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. I just had a bad flashback. Oh no! <laughs> because when I was younger, my dad his cure was pretty quite simple. He would just scare the hell out of me. Yeah, like oh, okay. and, that's what I do to my kids. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure at one time it definitely brought me to tears, and I ran in the opposite direction, but. Um, that that one, that one sticks out. I haven't returned the favor to anybody because that was I've, I'm talking about it. it. Must have been detrimental. Um, yeah. I've heard about the drinking water, like while you're um, you know, facing the ground, basically, like you're bent over and you're drinking water mm-hmm. up that way. 
Um, I've I just always, recently heard of that. <laughs> I always just go for the holding of the breath. Um, yes. That's pretty much what I do. That's 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 a good and call. And that works for it you. It does. Yeah, after time. Just got to believe yep. in it. Yes, you have to <laughs> okay. stick it out. You got to stick like it out. Have to, you have to do it until like your lungs are about to explode. And, right. Like, you just cannot, you cannot hold it in anymore. Just when you just think then. you're in the clear, boom, hiccup. Yep. So you yep. really. Well, that's my problem. <laughs> I'm not patient enough. So I I do the um, drink the water upside down business. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard. I hadn't heard of that one until you mentioned it a few weeks ago, to be honest. I knew about the well, scary one and, and drink it. I've heard of drinking like a glass, like a full glass of water, but never the mm-hmm. upside down part of it. So that was interesting to me. What about cinnamon? If you just ingested cinnamon, the powder <laughs> form, would that? I think that I think that might give you hiccups or choking fits or something. It'll. It would definitely do something. Yeah. I probably more choking, might, and I, I, I'm not going to say if that's happened to me or not. Yeah. You might. I cough think you've already up. said that that's happened to you. It'd be a cough and a hiccup yeah. hybrid at that point. I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a hiccup. <laughs> a hiccup. Yeah, there you go. Yes. So, um, are you still on the cinnamon train? I be- KJ? Oh yeah. Are you doing it full time? Oh yeah. I've been doing it for quite some time now. That makes me very happy. <laughs> it and it works for me. See, another great recommendation. That's fantastic. Do you now you're putting it in the grinds. Like the actual yes. So I should probably explain myself on you know, what happens when I put cinnamon in my coffee because yeah. I actually okay. do. So I only drink iced coffee. So I oh okay. I brew it up and then I do just dab a couple things of cinnamon into the coffee cup after it's you know come out of the Keurig thing. I have my you know little tumblers or to go cups what have you with ice already filled. And then I just dump the uh, coffee with the head of cinnamon on it into that cup and just shake the bejesus out of it. And I just assume nice. that that cinnamon settles to the bottom. Nice. So you got to... Oh, well, that did not happen to me, though. <laughs> you got to be careful, though, because yes. you get down to the end and there it is. <laughs> I think KJ, KJ oh, got yeah. it on the other end when she sprinkled it on top and it didn't sink in and she just took a big swig of it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I um, I definitely discussed that, and um, yeah. it it made it really bothered my throat for the rest of the day. Right. Yeah. But then I decided to put it in the ground, so now all, it's all that's good. Smart. That's very yeah. smart. Well, the the vigorous shaking seems to work. That's that that's what you were missing. You were trying to stir it in before, right? I was trying to stir it yeah, in, but I was work. using a mug, so vigorous shaking was out. <laughs> that would be real bad, especially with hot <laughs> yeah. coffee. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, I made a note about eggs, and now I must—I was listening to this on a late Friday night, so bear with me. Um, but were you talking about like different names for eggs, like different styles of cooking eggs, or was I? I think at one point she she was talking about eating hard boiled eggs, and I said, "What's a hard boiled egg taste like?" <laughs> Which is the yeah. dumbest question because it tastes like an egg. <laughs> But and it, that's my, that was my response. Uh, I don't know. It tastes like an egg. And so, so that was probably what yeah. that was. Okay, I was because we talked about clearly that. Clearly, that's what was, that's what that was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song of words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should end what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you, it's a quiz. 
Well, we talked about music a little bit. So instead of maybe going into a music quiz this week, how about I think we've kind of decided we're going to do a movie-oriented quiz. Is that cool with you guys? Sounds Let's good to do me. It. All right. Uh, and KJ, you found this one. This is... This Can you name the movies from these shouted quotes come from? Can you, can you have any more background on that? This sounds interesting. No, that's it. Can you name the movies that these shouted quotes come from? All right. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I'm probably going to be. I'm probably going to be regretting that I found this one. <laughs> so, which is the, a general are, theme anyway. So. These don't have audio files, so we're we're going to read them. Um, maybe we can take turns reading them. Uh, I'll go first, and I will say you can shout it or you can read it in whatever voice you so choose. All right. <laughs> so there's 24. So the first one, and it has the year. So uh, from 2006, the quote is, this is Sparta. <laughs> and that's exactly so how I, they said it in the movie, right? Yeah, I, I, I was dead on ringer per impersonation. Right Stephen there. Hawking starring in. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! <laughs> no, that I might terrible. have had Alexa read it, and then we could do that. <laughs> so I, I, I know what this is. Do, do you guys know? Got it. All right, KJ. Um. Well, yes, I do know. Okay. Three hundred. Yes, three hundred. Yes, which, uh, which maybe some people think that's a good movie. I, I think it's okay, um, but it is what cursed us with Zack Snyder. So I now, in retrospect, do not like that movie anymore. I have not seen that movie. <laughs> a lot of slow mos. <laughs> a lot of because um, he he recently did what, what was it Batman versus Superman? He's the last one he did, which I um. I couldn't even. I, I watched it for about five minutes, and I was like, "Nope, not uh, not your type of not, movie. Not my thing. Not not for me. I'll just say that." <laughs> yeah, I didn't like. I didn't watch it because I know it's not my type of thing. Cool. Uh, you want to do number two, KJ? Sure. Where is my super suit? Movie that was from a good reading. That was good. <laughs> from two thousand and four. From two thousand and four. Hmm. Super suit. Does anybody know this? Yes. Oh. You do. I don't think I know this. Um, I could probably guess. I think I know it. Okay, let me see. Let me think. Two thousand and four. It's hard to believe it was that long ago. That's what I'm struggling with. I don't think I know it, so I don't think I'm going to get it in, in any kind of time frame. So, what you got, Sean? I believe this is The Incredibles. Mm, oh. You're probably right. Let me see. My guess was... Yes. <laughs> uh, never good. mind. My guess was The Incredibles. <laughs> what were you going what, <laughs> what were you going to guess? <laughs> Superstar. Oh, okay. That's at the SNL movie with... <laughs> Molly with Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> Did she wear a suit in that movie? Well, uh, that's the part where I thought maybe I'd forgotten. <laughs> I don't think she did wear a suit. <laughs> so Sean's got them both so far. Yep. Uh, go ahead. Go over the next one, Sean. What you got? You shall not pass. Okay. I think we know. all know this one. 
Um, well, don't... We, who's we? We, did, we made reference <laughs> earlier, sort of. Sort of, yes. To the world. Yes. Uh, the Desolation of Smouge? <laughs> that is correct. No, that's the, that's the reference, but that's not the movie. Oh, okay. It came before the Smouge movies. 2001. Lord of the Rings? Yes. Do you remember the Specifically. full title? Oh, God, it's no. The first, it's the first one. It's what we're doing now. Kind of. Talking? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Guessing? We're, we're um, let's see, what's another word for it? Um, Enjoying uh, one's company. There you go. That's a good definition. <laughs> um, commiserating? <laughs> and it has something to do with you know what you put on your finger oh lord of the rings well it has that word in the subtitle too the conversation the ring the conversation of the ring <laughs> i don't know that's, that's pretty good i can't remember <laughs> so if all these guys these fellows are getting together and they're getting together and they're going in a band walking together to take this ring to the mountain and while they do it they're chatting and you know they're having a good time and they're um, they are commiserating in some respects and you know they're they're joining together in a band um all these fellows what what would you call that group of people brothers the brothership of the ring that, that's close the that's fellowship close. of the ring hey, there, yes, we go. there you go <laughs> all right two all points right. for me yes <laughs> okay is it my turn yeah are you not entertained is this not why you are here from 2000 mm-hmm. i got this one <sighs> i know i should know this one are you not entertained Mm-hmm. Isn't this something that is a big time gif? Do we see this a lot? I would yeah, hope it was so. sort of a meme. Uh, there's a there's a TK Koozie uh, Photoshop of this yeah. from this movie from that from that speech from that clip. Is that Russell Crowe that I'm visioning yes. in yep. my mind? Yes. Okay. Yep. And and Johnny Cash. Mm. Johnny Cash. Yeah. In two thousand. Oh, I see yeah. what you did there. As a as Not, a, a soundtrack. No, no. <laughs> the guy who played Johnny Cash would be great. Oh, 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 Phoenix. Yeah, that would Phoenix. Be. Yes, um, yes. Not River, but the other guy. Yeah, not River. Um, Gladiator. There you go. Yes. All right. Boom. Nailed it. Good deal. Boom. All right, your turn. Oh, my turn. I'm the king of the world. <laughs> I think we could just name this yeah. and move on, right? <laughs> Titanic. Move along. Yes. Yes. All right. Spoiler: He dies. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the Myth Mythbusters episode where they uh, tried to say would he been able to get up on the door and survive with her based on their estimated body weights? No. <laughs> that was pretty interesting, actually. I can't remember what the outcome what was. The was but Hysterical. Yeah. Yes, they did that. They actually did it. Um, next. All right. Um, show me the money. All right. I got this one. Uh, yep. Yeah, I think we all got this one. Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire. Yep. Um, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Mm. From 1995. Am I supposed to know this one by the way you Yes. by the way you said that? I think I'm supposed to know it. 
No, I'm trying to Could throw everybody off. A little by, accent with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to throw everybody off by doing a terrible line reading. They may take our lives, but this sounds familiar, 95. If he mm-hmm. put a Scottish accent on it. Yep. He had his face painted blue and... Braveheart. Some other color. There yes. Is. Excellent. Good one. Nice. All right, your turn. Oh. What? Ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English in what? <laughs> <laughs> I got no idea. Royale with cheese. <laughs> 1994. You know what? You know what now, KJ? Royale with cheese. No. Should I? Well, a Royale with cheese is what they call a... a, a, a what is it? A, a, it's a, is it a Big, it's Mac, a Big Mac or a Whopper in, Holland, in, France, right? a bit, in France or something like that? Oh, should I have put on a different accent? Well. <laughs> no. Um, my fantasy football team name in our league this year was named after this quote, that the speech that this guy gives in this movie. Okay, well, I know that it's from Ezekiel, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I know what the movie is. If you ordered orange juice and you maybe <laughs> didn't want the grainy fruit in it. Oh, come on. Pulp Fiction? Would, there you go. Yes. Oh, that was a great hint. Nice Very good. Job. That was perfect. Somehow uh, I have seven points already. That's awesome. Clean it up. <laughs> All right. Who's, whose turn is it? Uh, it's, it's Sean. Okay. Sean. This okay. one is, it, it has asterisks on it and it looks like oh, it's, it's giving got stage a, a directions. description yeah. here. Extreme close up. Yeah. And it just says, what? <laughs> From 1992. <laughs> I have no idea That's what that means. It's pretty good. 1992, Oh. I know it. I might have something. Mm-hmm. Go with it. You got it. Wait. I don't know. Is this... Uh, what do you got? I, I was wondering if there might be a uh, clue. <laughs> yeah, is, is there a clue? This is... I'm going to oh, need yeah. a clue. You want to give you a clue? Yeah. This is... We talked about... Superstar before. Mm-hmm. This is another movie that came out of that TV show. Oh, That Superstar okay. is from. I've got a guess. Aha. Uh-huh. Would there be dancing? Mm. With your head. <laughs> yes. In a gremlin. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking at all. Um, okay. And maybe- this is one of KJ's favorite songs. Is in this movie. Is... is, is um, Featured in a scene in this movie, a memorable scene in this movie. Okay. I'll give you a hint. Tia Carrere is in this movie. I have no idea. I'm trying to is. give hints all around Tia it without Carrere. telling it. Yeah. Well, there I, was a sequel made that Chris Farley was in. What was as a bit player? Wasn't Chris he Farley was in this movie? Uh, I don't remember. I think he was only in the second one. Okay. Then it's not Tommy Boy. No. And the sequel is literally named the name of the movie, too. Uh, Let me think. Let's see. Is is Aerosmith did this skit on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yes. Got it. Where they came down to the basement. Oh, Wayne's World. You shouldn't be playing. St- yes. Yes, my favorite <laughs> song, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, all right. Yes, I'm putting exactly. it together now. God, In I the missed Gremlin, that. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Uh, let's well, see. Now, I'm pretty I, sure that's what it is. I'm not typing in the answers now because I have to, I'd have to, the timer <laughs> would have ran out. So, But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. We'll review them all in a minute. I'm giving Sean a point for that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. 
Uh, is it my turn? Yes. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> oh, yes. From 1992. I know this. You have this? Yeah. Yes. I think we all have this one. Yeah. Another Tom Cruise movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. All-star and, cast. And Jack yes. Nicholson. Nicholas. Yes. I not, always not get those Jack two Nicholas. mixed up. The <laughs> not names. the Golden Bear. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Demi? Kevin Where's Bacon. Demi? There's your pronunciation for Yeah, there you go. That's we should throw that one in there. Yeah. I think it's we should Demi, do names. isn't it? I is it Demi or Demi? Well, is it a semi truck or a semi truck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think if I think it's Demi more, but I've heard I think Demi you're right. too. I think you're right. And uh Kevin Pollack and Kevin Bacon. Yes. That's right. Kevin Bacon was in it. Every, he's he's been in every movie. Ever he's made, in everything. Yeah. <laughs> he plays a bit part in everything. He's like stars in like a handful. He plays bit parts in every other movie yes. ever made. It's true. Six degrees. Well, that game works. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we've said everything but the name of this movie. This movie. Code Red. Is. Did you order the Code Red? Do we know it? Yes. Yes. K- KJ? Yes, we do. It's what me well, and Jason are. It? <laughs> what? This is what Jason and I are. Is. What? If you had, if you added another person, another one to us. Um, KJ, do you know? Do you remember the actual name of the movie? No, let me think about this. I thought I did, but now I thought this is where we off. were going. I thought, I thought this has been a misguided hint. <laughs> this is a courtroom drama. Yeah, it's. It, it's we live in a military. world with walls. Those walls are meant to be protected. Who's going to do it? You, you, Lieutenant Weinberg. <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> I didn't remember the names. That's good. It, it's not. Um, it's something men is in the title. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's four words. There's no baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's They're not mad. Grown up men. <laughs> They're not mad. Happy, happy old men. Well, there's more than one. There's not a lot of, of them. them. But yeah, but there's more than one. There's more than a couple. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. <laughs> I totally know the movie. There's a few of them. <laughs> a few good men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't want to be here all night. Sorry. <laughs> that was good. Wow. Okay. Excellent. All right. Um, I think it's your turn to read. Get uh, to the chopper. You want to try that again? From what year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw an accent on that one. Um, what kind of accent? Maybe Austrian. Um, Austrian. I was going to try to. Oh, get to the chopper. Ah, but that was great. That, <laughs> that was, was really good. Yes. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, is it? Is it Terminator? Not Alien, but no. Yeah, you're on the right track. Um, what else? It's, what other? Keep dumb naming his movies from the eighties. Chris Hansen likes it's, to catch them. <laughs> That's a great hint. Who's Chris Hansen? Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. Welcome to Dayton. What are you doing here? <laughs> That's a good impression. <laughs> you guys are killing the impressions. I'm over here trying to be as bad as I can reading these lines, and you guys are crushing me with the impressions. It's not Terminator. No, I was just gonna. I was just here to deliver her a pizza. I was just bringing her some some cupcakes. Oh, you know, God. I, 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 I didn't mean to do anything. Uh, I, I, I didn't know. How to catch a? That's the name of the movie. Nashville I hockey t- I, team. 
The governor of the one, the former governor of your state is in this movie. Ventura? Yes. That's right. Along with Apollo Creed is in this movie. That's right. Gets his arm cut off, I believe. One of them does. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. That would be Carl Weathers. Yep. Along with the other guy that I can't ever. Bill he's been in a, Duke. <laughs> yes, that's his name. What's his name? I was name? like, it's like two short names. Bill Duke. We're way off now, but. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to help. It's in the jungle. There's a hockey team oh. in Nashville. I don't know Predators. what you're. Oh, yes, there Predator. You go. Yes, there you go. Awesome. Always bring it around to sports and I have a chance. There we go. <laughs> I was hoping that KJ was going to get this next one, but I guess Sean yeah. gets this next one. <laughs> I was really hoping this one was going to be for you. Well, you what is what? your major malfunction, numb nuts? <laughs> 1987. Yes. Yeah. You got that one right. No. <laughs> you actually did a pretty good impression. That was. F. Lee Army or Army or what's his name? I always mix the manliest name. man in existence. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yep. Was born a drill sergeant and played him in many movies, or it seemed like he played it in every role he had. Yes. Oh, okay. So this is like a military movie, but uh, mm-hmm. a, absolutely a funny one. Uh, no, this is not no. a funny military movie. <laughs> oh, and he still called him Numb Nuts. Oh yeah, this was um, 1987. The name of this movie comes from what kind of bullet? Shrapnel. No, name name some famous you, war movies from the 80s, late 80s. Um, Stanley Kubrick, director. Oh, that's a good pull. The glass isn't empty, if you're not, it's not Yeah, you're, if you're not empty, empty you're... Full? Full, yeah. full full metal jacket. Boom. Yes. There you go. I haven't seen that one. Um <laughs> can I've I seen it once. It's not Can my I favorite. do the next one, Jason? Yeah, we can we can <laughs> skip around. I was gonna say you can you should do that one. Hey you guys <laughs> Spoken by Sloth. Yes. That was good. Baby Ruth. We all got that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Goonies. The Goonies. You don't know this, uh, but I, I'm doing the truffle shuffle right now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and uh, Will Wheaton was not in this movie, Brad. No. No. Nope. Um, you want me to jump to me next? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Say hello to my little friend <laughs> from 1983. All right, so are you doing a dead-on accent, or are you trying to throw me off? <laughs> I'm trying to throw you yeah. off. He's trying to steer Say you towards... hello to my little friend. I think you're trying to steer it towards deliverance, and that is not it. <laughs> no. It is not deliverance. We had deliverance on a quiz. Yeah. What, dueling banjos at one point on a quiz. Yeah, we did. This is a very famous line from a very famous movie. Miami. 19, 1983. Al Pacino. Um, so it's a, it's a gangster movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of cocaine. I can see the, on the title. Desk. I can Colombians. see the cover. Yeah, <laughs> it's Al Pacino. I know. I can see the title. <laughs> he would kill a communist for fun, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He's got like a thing on his face. Scarface. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Sean's next. Ready? Yes. Yep. Come. That was good. <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> That's a good one. 
Yeah, I don't know what this is either. 1982. The, the quote is in the name of the movie. Khan. The Khan is in the name of the movie. I'll give you that hint. I don't this th- is the one when we were talking the other day and you said an earworm or it was, it was a, on your jingle, you said something about an, it was an earworm. And I said, at least it wasn't like the one from this movie, <laughs> the bad kind of earworm, which would, oh. it terrified me when I saw this as a kid. Yeah. I it's don't remember that. Still pretty unnerving. <laughs> yeah. They put those little those creatures down and they crawl in the, guy, the people's ears yes. to like eat their brain. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't remember the movie having the title con in the title. Yeah, it's the subtitle. Mm. Something he's he's angry, and so his um, vengeance, not um, what's a shorter word for that, his um, his anger, wrath. Mm-hmm. Yes, the wrath of Khan. Boom. Mm-hmm. What what movie series? It's the second movie in the series. Um, it's not the original series. It's not the next generation. Star Trek. We're traveling. Yes, there you go. Awesome. No wonder yeah. I don't know it. <laughs> You're not a big Trekkie? Uh-uh. Trekker? I'm not either. Uh, is it... It's, you want to go again? No, We're go going ahead. Out of order now? Okay. No, that's not true. That's impossible. From 1980. That could be so many movies. Yeah. They're they're trying to trick us on this one, I feel like. Yeah, I, I don't think I got this one. It's very... It's the same lane as the last genre. So you know it, Sean? I got I got it. I would lend you a hand with a hint here. No, this is Star Wars. <laughs> oh. Okay, Star Wars. I know exactly what it is now. Which which one, KJ? Yeah, right. Like I'm gonna know. The um nineteen eighty? From- okay, well that's probably the is it the next generation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Or is that Star, Star Wars, Trek? Star Trek that's Star Trek. <laughs> Oh, all the truckies the one, and Star yeah. Wars people. Are Sean said he mad. would lend us, lend lend you a hand. It's the um, he loses his hand. He gets cut off by his dad. Darth Vader. And this is when he finds out. Yep, yeah, this is when he finds out he was his dad. Spoiler for a movie that's you know yeah. thirty six years old. The only <laughs> mo- the only Star Trek I know is probably the first one. Was Star, that? Wars. Star Wars. Star Trek. <laughs> Isn't the first one nineteen eighty? Yeah, just name the next Star Wars movie. No, the first one's like 1978. Oh, name Star the next Wars. Star- the- I don't remember. The Next Generation. The be- it's the best one. <laughs> Did I already say that? Yes. Okay. Side note, agreed, Jason. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's best one. It's by far the best one, yes. Star Trek, I mean Star Wars, Battle Galactica. <laughs> Let's see. The It's like, it's another way to say the Imperials get revenge. There's like a music show in Fox with this name. Oh yeah, with my one of my Twitter followers on it. Oh, okay. Then that would be Empire. Empire Strikes Back. Boom. Yes, there we go. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Great movie. From what I remember it was, yes. <laughs> yep. The one the one of this original is not directed by Lucas, so it ended up being great. Mm. Um, whose turn is it next, KJ? Yeah, this is from 1976. Adrian, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> now you're trying to throw us off. <laughs> no, it's just because I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, come on. Adrian! I'd scream, but my kids are asleep. 1976. You little turtle. 
this this was a this was Oscar nominated. Did this win Best Picture? I hope so. He started out punching meat in a freezer. Oh, and he, Rocky! And he, boom! Yes. Okay. This is when he at the end when he's yelling Adrian with his face is all looks like that punched meat. <laughs> I didn't realize Rocky was that old. I thought it was mm-hmm. at least late, like seventy nine. It's the original, and probably the and not probably it's the best movie, but. Three is my favorite because that's the first one I saw as a kid. Oh, really? Montage. We're not older. That was like 1982 or 83 or something like that. Clubber. Yeah, Clubber Lang. Mr. T. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is his prediction for this fight? Pain. We are, we are doing Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, All right. I, I was about to read it. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. Mm-hmm. Very famous quote. Yep. And very I have famous book. N- no idea what this is. It's a very famous quote oh, from this quote, movie. I thought you said book. But I do know that they play this yes. at the Capitals games all the time. I oh. think they have used this this clip um, on Tony's show before. They may hmm. have. I feel like I feel like they've ended the show with this at some point. This is a very famous like. I guarantee you've heard this, even if you're not sure what movie it's. You've heard, if you haven't seen the movie, you've heard this clip. Yeah. This audio of this, for sure, KJ. Well, what Sean did seemed familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <laughs> not really. <laughs> Unless he was trying to throw us all off. No, I know. Um, I have no idea what it is, but I know the man. He right. definitely screams it. Yep. And this is um, about... There's a show on HBO now with Jeff Daniels, a mm-hmm. series that is similar uh, in like it's about the same kind of stuff, sorta. Okay, is Albert Are you Brooks in about- this? Yes, I think I've seen this movie once a long time ago, like in the mid '80s. So it's a like news it- type of show. Yes, or sorta. Sorta. What are they doing on um, what's it? What's it? The newsroom is that newsroom, what it is? Yeah. What are they doing? Is it a radio show or TV. is it, you know... A, TV News. Yep, TV. Yep, so what's the name of this movie? TV News. This was back before cable TV when they only had like ABC, NBC, CBS. And the long Network long News. You just said the word, but you got to say it by itself. Network. Network, that's it. Huh. See, I was thinking broadcast I don't think news. I've heard of that. Yeah, it's Network. Oh, yeah, Broadcast News is a sitcom, isn't it? I think was broadcast news another movie, like about yeah, I think it's about movie. all this. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. it was a sitcom. Hmm. This is a very famous movie from the seventies that I've seen once, and probably couldn't tell you one other thing about it other than that quote and what the name of it is. <laughs> That's how my memory works. <laughs> well, we'll see if you're um, right at the end. Okay, is I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, is my I'm next. Yep. Your mother was a hamster. And your father smelt of elderberry. <laughs> From 1975. Your Got mother it. was a hamster. Is this a cartoon? No. At times. <laughs> well, yeah, sort of. It's got a killer rabbit. It's no regular bunny. Yeah. <laughs> 1975, I don't think I know. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, beyond ridiculous. John Cleese. Um, Terry Gilliam. Oh, um, Holy Grail? Yes. Yes. Boom! 
you got a you got a um a good one coming up here next, KJ. Oh, yes, the power of Christ compels you. Nicely done. <laughs> That's good. I think we all know that one, right? Yep. No, is it Jesus Christ Superstar or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I have well, I have. I have ran up and down these steps. Really? Mm-hmm. Swift, where, where swiftly. Where is this? <laughs> where, where, it's in where was this filmed? Georgetown. In, uh, wow, I didn't know right that. Right in D.C. That's where the actual house is. I've never actually watched this movie the whole way through. Maybe this could be added to the, uh, well, maybe not, the, the bucket list bus trip. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> no. it's not a Christian movie. One. Oh no! Uh, this no. movie freaked people out. Like, had people like running out of the theaters when it came out in the early seventies. I saw it in the early eighties almost by accident. Pea and, soup. <laughs> yeah, Linda Blair. Is it Max von Sydow? Is that is he the? Is he in this? I think he is. As the priest, um, right? Yep. Is this birds? And it's, no. Because that freaks me out. Birds. <laughs> this is much scarier than that. She oh. walks down the stairs basically backwards on her hands and feet. 1973, I don't think I know if this If we were to remove demons, we would be calling yeah. upon... Exorcist. Who would be the person. Boom. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, I didn't see I was that gonna give you. A, I was going to give you the tubular bells. I was going to say, we talked a lot song. about music. I mean, tubular mm-hmm. bells is... That's up there with the Michael Myers uh, yes, piano. Yes, absolutely. Sort of similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But, like, yeah, totally. You hear that, and you, it's just like... I hear that's the song, and it makes me go, oh, not, nope, nope. <laughs> I saw it at way too young of an age. I was like 12 years old, and I was like, nope, this is not for me. Yeah. So, so I, I never haven't, finished watching it. I don't think I've missed that movie. I don't think I'll ever see it. No. I would probably say don't Pass. see it. <laughs> okay. Pass. All right. Uh, is it me? No, Who's it's turn? Sean's turn. Nin- okay, go ahead. 1969, which is throwing me off, but the, qu- the quote is, I'm walking here. That's a good one. That was good. Okay, That's... so East Coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I believe this movie was shot in New York. Well, because okay. it's in another movie in the 90s, and I think it must be a joke on the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it might be. So I'm thinking of the 90s movie of Ralph Macchio. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> I thought he was going Goodfellas. No. I was thinking what, what is it then? Lieutenant Dan getting pushed across oh the street by Forrest. <laughs> I'm walking here. There you go. That's what I thought it was, but this is 1969, be. so they were obviously making fun of something yes. from that movie. Cause that's when it, this is, I believe, John Voight and Dustin Hoffman. Oh. I believe. John Voight. This isn't The Graduate. Urban? John Voight no. wasn't in that, was he? Let me look up what I think it is. Hold up, and make sure I don't. Get, I'm not giving way wrong hints here. John Boyd, uh, I'm pretty sure it was them two. Yeah, that's right. And I think uh, Dustin Hoffman says that line. Is I feel like TK talks about this movie a lot. Actually, yes, yes. Tootsie. This is. <laughs> from 1969. No. I'm just throwing out Dustin Hoffman movies now. Did this she say Tootsie? Um, yeah, she said Tootsie. <laughs> um, it's older. Than, it's like 20 years. It's like 15 years before that. Um, think about, um, it's got the song, um, what's the name wow, of that song? Wow, wow, wow. That one. <laughs> Harry Nelson. Yeah. 
Yep. That does Everybody's not talking or something like yeah, that. That's it. it. That's it. Oh. I know the song, but that doesn't help me. Oh, this one, this one, the Academy Award for Best Picture. I just saw. Didn't know that. Do you know what, Sean? Is it The Champ? No. I don't know it. Not me either. It has something in common, has a, has a word in common from a famous Glenn Campbell song that I've heard is pretty popular. Cowboy. Is Urban Cowboy? No, that's John Travolta. John Travolta. <laughs> from like the 80s. Getting my cowboys mixed up. Cowboys and Indians? It's a time of day cowboy. Um... He's not a noon cowboy. Breakfast cowboy. <laughs> Brunch cowboy. <laughs> midnight cowboy. Oh, midnight cowboy. Okay. Yeah, we're breakfast cowboy. We're, we're getting That's good. We're we're getting way into these 1960s movies and good thing there's only 3 left. What's the name I of it? I got that because of, of the way that Sean it's Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. Yeah, I got that because of the way you said that line, because that's how he says it in the movie. I was impersonating mm-hmm. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> oh, that's good. He nice. must have been impersonating Ho- Justin Hoffman for that movie. <laughs> must have been. His name is like Ratso or something like that in that movie. I've You're... never actually seen that movie. I've seen clips of it, but I've, I've never seen that whole movie. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Only that you know it, but you still don't. You don't. You don't need to see it to know it. Is it my turn? Yes. I think everybody knows this one. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. 1968. From 1968. Steel Magnolias. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Pretty Woman, but... Yeah. I think we no. got this one. 1968. You're kidding, right? Yeah, you know this. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's... Pretty Woman is not from 1968. <laughs> no. Is this, is this um, King Kong? This is or... Ben Hur. No, this is Ben Hur. Okay. Um, Chariots of Fire. Charlton Heston. <laughs> Charlton Heston is what I'm trying to say. Not Ben. I, I, he played oh. Ben Hurt. Yeah, I don't know it. This is when he's on the beach. I don't know if it's in this. If it's in this one or uh, one of the follow-ups, where he's on the beach and he sees the Statue of Liberty has like half buried in the sand. The famous scene at the end when he realizes it was. The Earth. It was Earth. He was an astronaut. He went to a different, not Earth, but another something similar Mars? to Earth. No, I don't know it. These were remade or reimagined in the past ten years, like three or four of them. I can't even keep track of them. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg even did one that I completely forgot about until I was just saying the sentence about that they were remade. Mm-hmm. He did one, and then they did other ones with Andy Serkis, the guy who did Gollum in the Lord of the Rings movies, doing the capture. The motion capture. Mm, Godzilla is the only thing I can think of. This is like the biodome of the gorillas. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's in it. What's <laughs> fun? No. Isn't there a movie talking, with Brendan are you Fraser in called Sino Man? <laughs> yeah, Sino Man. It. Biodome this with Paulie Shore. Yes. This is the heavenly sphere of the orangutans. Well done. Celestial body of the chimpanzees. So okay, something monkey or gorilla. Yes. 
Worldly this gorillas. This <laughs> worldly gorilla. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. <laughs> I really, it's. Um, I have. I can't think of it right now. I didn't. I already say the answer. No, not that I are remember. We not sure? that I remember. Are we sure? Are we sure? This is the. This is the world of the lemurs. We're, okay, um, m- monkey. Earth, Mars, <laughs> Venus, Saturn are planet. Planet of the eight. Planet of the eight. <laughs> yes, there we go. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a great one. That was good. I just like to say that it is getting late. Yes. This could be why I'm doing so poorly. <laughs> oh, we got two more. We got two more. Limping along. All right, it's my. It's and my we're only turn. getting older. I just realized. I and. How I'm speaking of getting late and not realizing what's going on, I just realized these numbers are going backwards. Yeah, yes. the, the year Way yeah. we started with the newest, and we're now we're going back to 1939. Yep. Okay. So you ready? Yes. I'm melting, melting. Oh, what a world! <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. This is a movie that I've never seen, but I still know it. You've never. Oh, that's right. We talked about this. Yes. Yep. I brought this up before that I have never seen this movie. Well, you like Dark Side of the Moon. I think you can kill two birds with one stone. That is very true. I could do that. <laughs> we all know this one, right? Yeah, it's Wizard of Oz, isn't I was, it? Was, yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. Has to be. From okay. 1939. Yeah, it has to be. All right. And one more. Sean, you do the honors. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> <laughs> 1931. That's a good choice on that third line. Yeah, the only reason I know this is because it's 1931 and just... Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they make like a thousand of these during like the 20s and 30s? Yes. This this was a... This was like... This was the planet of the apes of the 20s and 30s. A talkie. Yeah. A what? <laughs> What'd you just say, this, Sean? A talkie. He said a talkie. <laughs> yeah. Before they were called movies, they were talkies. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... This movie, do you know it, KJ? Uh, yes. Okay. I think we all got it. Yep. I I, I don't know it. You actually thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> this was based off a book mm-hmm. by Mary Shelley. I think is that her name. Yep. Yeah. Very famous, and a lot of people confuse Loch Ness monster. The name. No, mm-hmm. a lot of people confuse the name of the doctor with the name of the monster <laughs> and think that the monster is called this when it's actually the doctor is the name of this is who the movie is named after Frankenstein the titular name yes Boom. that was awesome awesome good hint good pull <laughs> yeah very good pull <laughs> those are some toughies yeah well we got in the middle there I'm gonna hit um, finish because I, I don't know that Sean uh, Sean did you just maybe miss one I definitely missed. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And I still can't remember what it was. And that was network. I'm walking here. Yeah, I okay. thought that was Forrest Gump. I think I missed more than that because I missed. I know I missed Incredibles, and you got that. And I missed. Maybe that was it. No, I wouldn't have gotten Empire Strikes Back if you hadn't of a. Uh, Lent you a hand. <laughs> Lent you a hand. Yeah, okay. that's how I got that one. So you both missed two. Then I obviously won. 
Yes, because you got them all. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Nailed it. So net, that was network was that one, not um, broadcast news? Yeah, it was network. Mm-hmm. Broadcast right. news, though, it, that's a movie, though. That it, it has to be. It is. It? It's similar, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first one was 300. The second one was Incredibles. The third mm-hmm. one was You Shall Not Pass. Um, the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings. What is Are You <laughs> the Not Brotherhood of the Oh, g- um, Gladiator. Gladiator. Um, Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Maguire. Yep. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. We talked about this already, obviously, and now I can't remember. Braveheart. Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, I also can't remember, so you might as well just read them. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Okay. Then Wayne's World. Uh-huh. A Few Good Men. Predator. Full Metal Jacket. The Goonies. Scarface. Star Trek II. The Wrath of Khan. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, Rocky, Network, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, mm. The Exorcist, Midnight Cowboy, Celestial Body of the Orangutans, <laughs> The Wizard of Oz, and Frankenstein. Celestial Body of good. the Orangutans. <laughs> I've already forgotten what that actually was. Wonderful. Planet of the Apes. Fine Utopia. Yes. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Starring Ben Hur, as I call him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chariot races every day. <laughs> yes. That's what that movie was missing. Definitely. <laughs> well, man, Sean, this has been great. I really appreciate you joining us and taking time out for this nonsense and to kind of give us some, some background and, and fill us in and, uh, on um, how you got into listening to Tony's show and doing the jingles. And uh, hopefully we will be doing many more together moving forward here yes thank you yeah i was just i was going to reiterate thank you and also thank you for giving jason a run for his money on that absolutely i did my best i'm a little disappointed but uh you know 14 out of 16 ain't bad or however many numbers i can't even i lost track halfway through (laughs) yeah yeah 24 24, i think okay sure (laughs) so i mean i was gonna say two out of three ain't bad yeah. yeah, as Meatloaf would say. There we go. Now, thanks for having me, guys. Awesome, man. All right, thank you. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and K.J. Onstead. Created by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. And speaking of music, I'm going to add one more album to the favorite albums that we talked about in this episode. You know, the ones that you want to listen to all the way through, even if it is a greatest hit record. Because really, isn't that one of the points of a greatest hits album? To increase the chances that you'll want to listen to each and every song? Well, that and making a ton of straight cash. Oh, me? Anyway, I didn't think that I got the same chance to share as many albums as Jason and Sean earlier. So here's one more. Raising Sand by Alison Krauss and Robert Plant. And actually, it's not a greatest hits album either. Visual effects by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Special consultant for guest acquisitions is KJ Onstead. And speaking of guests, we want to again thank our guest today, Sean Morrissey, for coming on with us. You can find Sean on Twitter at Sean underscore Morrissey. That's S-E-A-N 
M-O-R-R-I-S-S-E-Y. I won't guarantee it, but I'd venture to say that if you tweeted him, he'd give you a response. You can find us on Twitter or Facebook at Speak Tangents. You can email us at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com or find all of these relevant links and much more at our website, speakingoftangents.com. We're also on Insta Chat and Snapface, or, uh, that's not right, that's not right. Chat Face and Insta Snap. Yeah, that's it. And lastly, if you listen to us through iTunes, please leave us a review. Thank you, and thanks for listening. Graphics by Jason Fuse. Egg Elska Sukurata. Oyeg Elska Day.